0: I'll bet I know exactly what you thought when you read the title of this next Queen Deep Dive. Soy un pedido, I'm a loser, baby, so why don't you kill me? Getting crazy with the cheese whiz. No, we're not doing back. (laughs) But I probably will do that song. That will be a random deep dive. Watch. I'm going to put it on my list. We're going to go through it. We're going to talk about the brilliance of it, the ridiculous mishmash of styles that we have in that song. But today, it is all Queen, specifically Raja Taylor, Queen. (laughs) We're talking about the song, The Loser in the End. This is track number five off of Queen's album, Queen 2 from 1974. And we are going on dive number 15, ladies and gents. We're not going that deep today. I don't anticipate this to be a particularly deep, deep dive because (laughs) this song was never a single and we don't have any critics' comments on it, at least none that I could find. It's one of those songs that is a little bit of a lost track. It closes out the white side of Queen two. If you remember, we have the white side. And if you turn it over as a record, you got the black side. And the black side is all fantastical Freddie. But here we have all Moody May, (laughs) Brian May, with this as the exception. This is the only song on the white side that isn't Brian's composition. It's all Roger Taylor. And this is a heavy rock number, a little bit of glam rock here. About 145 BPM. That's what this said it was. Honestly, that seems fast to me. If I listen to that tempo, it seems fast. Now, granted, the song is not as quick. You know, it's not like a dance song that has that doom, doom, doom. You know, (laughs) it's not going to have that, of course. But it still seems fast to me. Take it with a grain of salt. Can't believe everything you read online, right? We're in 4-4 time. Simple common time little A major here with a bluesy inflection and a quick burst to D major before returning to A major. So yes, this is Roger Taylor, the loser in the end. And this was never played live. Again, sadness, just like the track before. We never got a live rendition of this. And this is all about sons who leave home in a rush without a thought, all grown up, While Mom Looks On in Sadness. Yeah. It's quite sensitive, actually, and sweet. If you listen to it, I know the title seems pretty harsh and, you know, it's like, what? You're calling your mom a loser? No, that's not what this is about. This is about how she's lost. You know, she's lost him. He's gone. Hopefully not forever, but I can imagine lots of parents feel this way when both their sons and daughters leave home. You're excited that they're moving on and doing something hopefully great with their lives, but you're also losing them. They're they're gone. Their childhood is gone. So I, I find it interesting that he wrote about this. It's, it's an interesting concept. This is all drums, of course, lots of drums, a little bit of marimba, surprise. I think it's the only time we get a noticeable presence of marimba in any Queen track. And all vocals by Raj in this simple but... Sufficient glam rock jam. Nice range from Raj here, too. He goes up and down the scale pretty well. He's got a pretty dynamic range. It's very addicting in its simplicity, the song, and it's fun to sing. And it's generally a kick it lounge track with four chords and a square structure, which is typical of Roger's earlier work. And in fact, he would retain that approach for many future tracks, but he'd get more and more complex as time would go on. And again, this is not in theme with the emotional contributions previously from Brian or the upcoming fantastical compositions from Freddie's, but this is Roger's style and it's his time to shine. We've got a lot of double-tracked acoustic and electric guitars with a different effect not yet heard on the album and really not heard on the album after this either. We've got some interesting guitar effects here. And there's some soulful... Hendrix-like riffs here and there. John also plays some nice licks and riffs to break the monotony of the four chords in the very familiar singable arrangement. And interestingly enough, no sign of Freddie here whatsoever. But that's okay. <laughs> because he's going to be in full force, in full frontal man display in the entire second half of the album. So do not fear. Freddie is still here. Fun facts, yes, this is the only song on the album that is written and performed primarily quite a bit by Raj, especially all the vocals. And the original handwritten lyrics of the song, which were nearly shredded in 2004, are the oldest example of handwritten lyrics in the Queen archive. Interesting note. Those lyrics were found alongside Roger's 71 biology course folder. So perhaps this was written around the same time frame, 71, pretty amazing. And they're literally written on this lined notepad paper. You know, a lot of the times you see the guys wrote on unlined paper, but this looks like he literally took a notebook from class and just started writing on it, which is something that <laughs> I used to do all the time in school. But that's what you do when you've got words and songs bouncing around in your brain is you, uh, you write them down anywhere you can find a place to put them down. And while we're talking about handwritten lyrics, I was looking through archives. And there were instances where Freddie would write on papers at hotels, you know, like the paper pads you'd get at the checkout counter, or, you know, all kinds of interesting things. It's pretty random and neat, very, very neat to see that sort of history and where these guys were working and what they were doing. And to see notes and the flight, the terminal they were flying out of that day on the same paper. It's almost surreal. It's crazy. So, yep, this song, the loser in the end, boom, it starts, syncopation, lots of cymbal work, always magical. And that marimba, ooh, it comes in, it's very playful, perfectly playful, very appropriate. I mean, we're singing about a boy who's grown up into a young man. We've got those great deep Big drums, Roger, always a fan of the big, big, physically big and big drum sound, especially in the early days of Queen. Then heavy, grinding, repetitive guitar and bass in unison, There he is, Roger, all bluesy and tenor and kind of sweet in that edginess. This is very different than that previous track of his, Modern Times Rock and Roll. We've got lots of reverb on the vocals, doubled vocals for extra weight and a bigger statement. He does this a lot, actually. A lovely little bass lick from John, departing from the predictable arrangement. This is all in the verse. And we'll get these surprises from him throughout the song from John. I love the guitar layers here in this track and the lyrics. Here's those sweet little lyrics. Her little baby boy has just left home today. Say it with me. Aw, it's just so cute. It's edgy, but there's a cuteness. There's a real tenderness here, I think. There's a flickering flanger effect guitar that makes an appearance on the left and on the right, a rough and ragged electric. Nice improvised licks and riffs from Brian here. In the second verse, we hear the same grinding chords and a door slamming. <laughs> it goes along with goodbye, ma. <laughs> it's this cheeky little throwout lyric. It's really cute, it's really fun. We got more guitars, stomping drums that continue. There's nothing too crazy or out of the norm with this, nothing that makes you go, ooh, that's a big twist and turn. You know, with earlier tracks, of course, we get that a lot, especially from Freddie. This is much more straightforward, but it's fun, and it's really good rock and roll, easily as solid as anything out there at the time. We get some fun and dynamic ooh from Raj with that nice falsetto, those higher harmonies. And compared to his previous contribution, yeah, Modern Times Rock and Roll, this has more style and structure. There's a really nice break before the key change in the bridge with Brian taking his moment to add a little style and glam and flair with the guitar solo. And then we shift briefly to that D major in the bridge, which is a common theme to do to change keys in a bridge, but maybe not a conscious decision by Raj because it seems very natural here to add a little bit of presence to the statement. The rhythm becomes more straightforward, more square, but just as hard, of course. And then he comes back in, you're bound to be a loser in the end. Yeah, on paper. And even at the start of the song, it sounds harsh and detached. But the bigger theme here, again, this is loss. Boys turning into men, moving on with their independence, a day that parents celebrate and reflect on and maybe even cry on. I think my mom might've got emotional when I left. So it happens, you know, you you raise a child for upwards of 20 years or more in some cases, and then they're gone. And as we fade out slowly, We get more busy arrangements from everyone. Brian digs in, does some really nice licks. Again, very Hendrix-like. And John also shines more as well. We get some complex balance of solo effects and riffs and fun stuff from him. And at the very, very end, as it fades out quieter and quieter, Roger does some super fast riffs and rolls that I wish we heard more in the heart of the song. But, you know, here's the thing. It's not like this song is lacking in the percussion department throughout the rest of it. That's not what I mean. There's just a little bit more flair and panache when we're getting through that outro. Throughout this whole song, and I want to emphasize this because this is a hallmark of Roger's absolutely outstanding on-point playing He's phenomenal. Just listen to the arrangement. Just kick back and listen to it. It's not as fast as some of the other songs we've heard. It's not even as elaborate, really, as some of the songs before it. Some of the compositions from Freddie's and Brian's, which are very, very elaborate and orchestrated. But the thing about Roger is his placement of beats and breaks and shifts and transitions and rolls and riffs and everything is so absolutely perfect. It's so tight. It's so polished. You can tell because this is his song too. There's a lot of thought and structure that goes into all of this. I really appreciate all of that stuff. I think about it when I listen to Freddie's playing on the piano. I think about it when I listen to Brian and when I listen to John. Every single one of these guys takes a lot of care in what they're doing. Even if it's innate and it happens fast, it just seems like there's a genius here. And this is a really great example of that. This might not be as over the top as Freddie's songs or as orchestrated as some of Brian's, but I think that there's an incredibly fantastic piece of work wrapped up within this. And there's so many great percussion moments here that are a lot of fun alongside the guitars and along the bass. And especially in the outro, again, we get to hear some fun little bits of riffs and rolls, but they're a little treat, in that outro, just as it comes down to a fully silent ending there. And that is The Loser in the end. It's super short. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward, and very, very different than anything else you're going to hear on Queen 2. It kind of does stick out. I remember listening to it for the first time. And even when I was getting just getting familiar with the boys a little bit more, it was one of the first two Albums I purchased from them. So, this was the first experience I ever had with really hard rock, heavier metal queen at the beginning of their career. But this song really jumped out at me as something that didn't sound like the rest of them. And I remember thinking, okay, well, that's definitely Roger singing. You know, it's definitely someone else singing, but the style of it was just so markedly different. But this is Roger. It's rock and roll. There's a little bit of blues here. If you listen to the stuff that he listened to and was influenced by, and you listen to some of his early, early, early work with some of the bands that he performed with as a teenager, you understand exactly why he's writing like this because he likes to have some fun with a little bit of soul in the rock, I think. And this is a perfect example of that. So very, very different than Brian's nostalgic longing and reflection and Freddie's fabulous, fantastical world building, but still a charming, rough, nice rock and roll theme from Raj. And we'll have more of that as we go forward with more Queen Deep Dives. But this is all the loser in the end. Go and check it out. I actually don't know if there's some long lost versions of this that even I'm not aware of. So go see what you can find. At the very least, enjoy the album version just as it is. Again, it's super fun to rock out to. Actually, a lot of times when I'm listening to it, I kind of just bob my head and (laughs) walk around and bust it out because Roger is in a very comfortable range for me to sing. So it's a lot of fun. But I'll be back again. Keep yourselves alive. Next Queen Deep Dive will begin. The black side of Queen 2 with an amazing, fantastical track. So until then, guys, have a good one.